Hi, I'm Michelle. And I'm Caro, and this is A Paranormal State of Mind. All right, guys, so it's December, it's almost Christmas, mm-hmm. and we decided to do a fun little Christmas episode, so this is going to be on Christmas creatures. Um, I don't have any opening facts for you, other than the fact that I found out I want to move to Iceland so bad. Oh, I can see that working out for you really I well. would love it. My yeah. pasty skin, my love of <laughs> cold weather, it it's would like be great. Sweaters, I love that. sweaters. I love that for you. I Go would, my little old woman's soul would be, or old man's soul, whatever, old person's soul would just be in heaven. Absolutely. Um, yeah, I think it's beautiful. That's mm-hmm. what I got from this. Mm-hmm. After I did this like research like a couple weeks ago, I was like, mm-hmm. I'm gonna Google all the Iceland stuff. Mm-hmm. Also, I, this number is gonna be like probably off, but I believe it's like 50% of people who live in Iceland mm-hmm. believe in uh, fairies and gnomes or maybe they call them trolls mm-hmm. but regardless guys mm-hmm. that's the kind of world i belong in mm-hmm. i need to me, live in that world i me, also wouldn't judge them so right let me also tack on that michelle is notoriously good with numbers <laughs> so she says 50 percent <laughs> is likely 50 percent or thereabouts. <laughs> thank you but legit though like that's really cool like that mm-hmm. that's a common thing to believe in. yeah and to be like yeah i had like i saw this or i've experienced that you know? and i know there are people who believe that stuff i don't really know what i believe in guys like honestly like you can believe the earth is flat i'm like i don't think that but you go for it mm-hmm. um i'm gonna go first okay. so this sounds like i'm singing i'm sorry guys but it goes here comes scarla down the field with hoary tails a bag on her neck, a sword in her hand, coming to carve out stomachs of the children who cry for meat during Lent. So that's, that is something that they used to sing. And I just kind of imagine, like, here comes Carla, coming the fields with 40 toes. <laughs> that's what, when I heard it, that's how I was singing it in my head. This is something they used to, they used to sing. They used to sing this to children in we're, Iceland. We're, in Iceland, this is a common yeah. thing common um, and oh i was God. like young michelle would have been in there great so like what what was the point of so gryla is it coming down to carve out bellies i'm gonna get into it all okay, right you're gonna get into it oh my god okay. yeah i wasn't just gonna, i wasn't just gonna sing you that little ditty i was like i was gonna be ready to dissect that whole lyric i'm like what is this why are we talking about this right now for children yeah it was a thing okay. so Gryla isn't really a Christmas-based creature, but more of a winter legend whose tale started in Iceland sometime in the 1300s. And around the 19th century, they made her more Christmas-based by calling her the Christmas Witch. And there's another person we'll talk about later who's also kind of called the Christmas Witch. Mm-hmm. Um, but in her horrifying story, who probably terrified children of being good little ones, um, it's, easy to say, it's easy to say that the way they described her was not kind. Many say that she looks like an ogress and that she has eyes in the back of her head, ears that hang so low that, her, that they hit her nose. She had a matted beard, blackened teeth, and hoofs. Uh, so you would think that that homely woman was lonely, but wrong. <laughs> she had no problem pulling in the men, and she was actually, she had a little honey uh, who was a bit of a scrub, and he would just kind of like make her stew and that's all he did. Uh, she had to raise all the children. She had, all the, she had to do all the hunting. He was just a scrub. I mean, he didn't really do shit. Um, so, speaking of kids, uh, she did love to eat them. <laughs> I typed, listen guys, I typed this up a while ago, and then I was going to tickle my wine out the way I wrote this. Amazing. Amazing how you delivered that. I love it. <laughs> I completely forgot what I wrote. You did. I did this like weeks ago. Oh. <laughs> okay, sorry guys. Oh. <laughs> but we... <laughs> I'm she so sorry. To eat them too. <laughs> I'm so sorry, guys. We pulled it together. 
Okay. <laughs> so this is going to get gruesome. Just a heads up. Oh, God. Um, <laughs> but what she would do is she would wait until there's a heavy snow mm-hmm. and she would clamber, clamber down the mountain. Mm-hmm. She would creep towards the towns and find neglected or naughty children and she would devour them. But her hunger would never subside. Uh, for centuries, people have wondered how something so evil and grotesque could exist. Uh, some say she was one of God's first attempt at a, attempts at the human race, and he realized he made a huge mistake, so he banished her to Iceland. <laughs> She's like, get the fuck out of here. Uh-oh. I can't abort her, so let's get out of here. I can't abort her. I don't believe in abortion. They were in Iceland. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which is a lovely place, so I'm like, good for her. Yeah, what punishment is that? That's so funny. But um, the other legend is that Gryla was once a normal woman with a family who lived in Iceland and during one particularly long and grueling winter with the family, uh, with her family starving. Uh, so she ended up killing her husband, uh, which she then fed to her and her 13 kids in, in stew. Wow. And uh, that he made for her. And she's like, you made me stew, so I'm going to chop you up and put you in the stew. Um but this ended up putting a curse on the children herself. Uh, but where she became the vile woman she's known today is because of this curse. Uh, and some say in the 1700s, the telling of Gryla became illegal because it was getting so dark and it was too sc- scary for children here. So the government, and I, I don't know if it's just that one town, but in Iceland, it's like, you can't tell the story anymore. They made it illegal. Wow. If you were caught telling the story to children, you yeah. could spend at least one night in jail. Whoa, for real? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh my god. I mean, I see why. I'm like, this is yeah. so scary. This is terrifying. Yeah, because I mean, being I a mean, kid and hearing this, you heard the you heard the little jingle. I did hear the jingle. It was <laughs> it's horrifying. It was horrifying. <laughs> Carved the stomachs out of children. <laughs> oh my so, god. That was my Gryla. Incredible. I I mean, I've never heard of Gryla. Have you? Were you aware of Gryla before this? Um. Not really. No. Like, I feel like I've heard, like, another podcast talk about it, but, like, not enough where, like, it's stuck in my head. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Gotcha. So. Yeah. Well, um, um, transitioning to a little bit of a lighter Christmas creature. <laughs> <laughs> um, Rudolph. <laughs> it's uh, going to be nice and easy for us right here, guys. A little snippet of Rudolph. As many of you may know, uh, Rudolph is the ninth reindeer on Santa's sleigh. Um, and for some reason, I just assumed that he was always a part of the, the ragtag team that, that led the sleigh, right? But like he- You never listened to the song. But like he added, he was added on later on. No, 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 yeah. no, 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 no. I mean, like I listened to the song, but like I thought like in like he was OG part of the clan kind of situation. Like in the, um, in the uh, what was it? Clement Clark Moore. He wrote that poem called like, a visit from St. Nicholas, right? Mm-hmm. In 1823. Okay. And I just assumed that he was like, I thought for some reason in my head, I just assumed Rudolph was in this poem, but he's not. Anyway, um, he was added on later on um, by a different fellow named Robert mm-hmm. L. May. And he was pretty much like commissioned to write a holiday story for a department store in Chicago. Mm-hmm. And that was in 1939. Wow, so that's Rudolph, way later than what I thought. Exactly, yeah, way later. So I was like thinking this whole entire time that um, that Rudolph was a, a very, very like prominent part of this story for generations, and it just happened to be like almost you know in the 1940s before anyone really acknowledged him. I was like, what? Mm-hmm. What? He wasn't here the whole time. Anyway, yeah. Um, but yeah, Rudolph um, with his nose so bright. He guided the sleigh uh, that that <laughs> terribly <laughs> blizzard night for his for Santa, and I had like a crazy childhood like memory that, that came up as I was doing this. I remember watching um, that it was the Rudolph movie um, mm-hmm. from nineteen ninety eight. Did you watch that one? It was like um, I'm trying to think about how to describe is it. it. It's not the claymation one, is it? No, not the claymation. Okay. One. Yeah, I, I think I know what you're talking about. It's just called okay. Rudolph, I okay. believe. Yeah, yeah, I think it's just called Rudolph. But I remember watching it, and, like, he was he was really, really sad. And mm-hmm. I didn't know, like, what, 
I didn't understand it then, but I think that what Rudolph really stands for, you guys, is is, is all the, the weirds and the queers, you know what I mean? Like, he's, he, he, he's too flamboyant. <laughs> Are you filling something with your red hair? Your red nose, red hair? I didn't even piece that together. That's so funny. <laughs> Connecting the dots once again, Michelle. Thank you. How are you feeling right now? I'm feeling some type of way because I'm connecting it. I'm just like, oh my god, poor Rudolph. He was special from the get go, but he couldn't help it. He couldn't change his nose. You know, no one could take that away from him. He just was who he was. Yeah, it's um, really sad. Also, the other reindeers are like straight up dicks for picking on them. Terrible. They were so mean. I was like, man. And then, and like, like, if you really look at the story, like, Santa's kind of a dick, too, because he didn't give a shit that he's getting bullied, and he's exactly. like, hey, now you're useful to me, so. Exactly, exactly. Like, I feel like that's, it's, it's a tough, there's a bigger message here, and I'm not going to go into it, because it's going to be, it's going to be <laughs> dicey. But I'm saying, guys, Rudolph is the, the gay anthem hero from the 1940s, so. I'm going to make a, he's special. I don't know what I was trying to say. I'm going to make a meme about it. <laughs> I don't know how to make a meme. <laughs> and, but, uh, but also, it's fun to think, I mean, I know I'm not the first one to think this or say this, but the reindeer's names also very gay in general. You know, Rudolph might be the least gay name, but... Um, I just know Blitzen, which um, does sound very gay, you're right. There's like, oh, shoot. Dasher. No, the Dasher, Dancer... Donner, yeah. Blitzen, Comet, Cupid. Oh shit, I, I mix them up now. There's someone else. There's another one. Mm, but anyway, it'll come back to me. But there's there's another one. But yeah, I'm just like, but they picked on Rudolph just because his nose would flicker on and off and all that good stuff. It's like he couldn't help it. They're jealous. He shined too bright. He shined too bright. <laughs> he did. He did. <laughs> I love you oh. so much. <laughs> I love you too. <laughs> but yeah, that's that is Rudolph for you guys. Enjoy. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was a step down from Garla, I guess. Um, all right, guys. So I've got the Yule Lads. Uh, now the Yule Lads have a bit of a sweeter note, um, but they haven't always had that title. And how could you when your mother is Gryla? Ooh. Yeah, she fed them babies, their daddy, and they <laughs> turned into the Yule Lads. Wow. All right. Yeah. Incredible. Incredible. So, these 13 lads, no matter what the story is, is regardless cannibal children, of course. Um, mm. Each night until Christmas Day, the brothers would visit you. So, children would need to put one shoe on the windowsill, and if you're good, they would then put a little treat in there, like a potato. <laughs> but, <laughs> potato. <laughs> but oh. if you're rotten, you get rotten potato. So, <laughs> either way, uh, it seemed like they were still gonna, they would still fuck shit up. They're gonna wreak <laughs> havoc. Uh, so I'm going to go a little bit about these fellas. Um, so I'm going to be honest with you. Some of them are like very like their names give away what they do. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you'll figure it out. Mm-hmm. On the 12th night before Christmas, we have Sheep Coat Claude. And he said, <laughs> it is said that he will suck the milk from your sheep. And he had two pig legs. <laughs> Is that really what? Oh my god. This is, this is the lore and the legend the of, of my Ice, 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 Icelandic, Icelandic people. <laughs> Alright. Okay. On the, on, the thir- <laughs> on the 13th night, we have Goligalk, which I really like his name, um, mm-hmm. who who is known to steal the milk from the bucket. So a lot of milk happening in the first couple nights. <laughs> Alright. So on the 11th... I'm sorry, that was supposed to be the 13th first and the 12th next. So Golagalk was supposed to be the 12th. 
uh, Night Before Christmas. So on the 11th Night Before Christmas, we have Stubby, who was a very short, who was very short and was still pans, so he could leave the leftover crust on them. So, you know. Yeah. On the 10th Night Before Christmas, we have Spoon Licker. That's the same. (laughs) And you guessed it. You would go in your house and lick your spoons. What a menace. Right? (laughs) Like pick up your spoon, like oh, why is it slimy? Ah, it must have just been that little little asshole spoon licker. <laughs> <laughs> On the ninth night before Christmas, we have another really original name, which is pot licker. Oh no! Yeah, you'd lick your pot pots. Man. Um, on the eighth night before Christmas, we have bowl licker. Uh, but he would hide on your bed, and when yep. you're good and asleep, he would go lick them bowls. <laughs> so. <laughs> On the south night before Christmas, we had door slammer. And he was the loudest of them all and loved to slam doors while you were sleeping. So a little bit of a dick. Definitely. On the sixth night before Christmas, we have Sky Gobbler or Skier Gobbler. Um, So now Skier Gobbler pretty much was a Skier. Okay. His name was Skier Gobbler. Sorry, guys. Uh, And he would go and eat your Skier, which was just pretty much Icelandic yogurt. So you just go eat your yogurt. (laughs) Um, Your breakfast is all fucked. (laughs) Your probiotics. Yeah. How am I going (laughs) to (laughs) poop? On the fifth night before Christmas, we have sausage swinger. (laughs) (laughs) Sausage swiper. (laughs) If you would. He would hide up in the rafters and swipe your sausage that were being smoked. Oh, incredible. Yeah. Um, let's see. All right. So on the fourth night before Christmas, we have Window Peeper. That's his name. Uh, and, of course, he would peep inside your window to see if there's anything good to take. So <laughs> creepy. Very creepy. On the third third night before Christmas, we have Doorway Sniffer. <laughs> doorway Sniffer. Uh, he was known to be an extremely long and large nose, and it came in handy when he would sniff around them doors to steal some goodies. Uh, on the second night before Christmas, we have Meat Hook, which sounds horrifying. Uh, and he uses Meat Hook to steal your meat. Wow. So, uh, on the night before Christmas, all through the house, candle stealer was taken, children's candles, so he could eat them. Wow. Uh, because candles were made from fat. Oh. Yeah. Huh. So you'd be like, mm, let me eat that fat up. Yeah. Right. Honestly, when I was going to do these guys, I really thought, I was like, oh, they're garlic kids. They're going to be horrible, gross. They're going to be a nuisance. But honestly, they just lick shit and drink milk. And <laughs> that's it. But I feel like garlic has to be like, guys, do better. Like, if you're going to be like... If you're gonna be scary and have stories written about you, maybe just go up a little bit. It's so. too funny. Like legit, some like, children and they're yeah. just swiping things and looking things. Just being like really inconvenience. Mm-hmm. If not really, I mean honestly, I'd be like, oh, somebody mm-hmm. clean my pots. Look at that. <laughs> In <laughs> some you. cases, they might have cleaned the pots. <laughs> yeah. <true>. So, <laughs> uh, and that was my Yule lads, guys. Your lads. Very cool. Mm-hmm. Well, I love how you connect the dots there. The names yeah. for those were really, really fun. Original. Uh, so original. Um, <laughs> goody, goody. Um, so we're going to move on to the Grinch. And um, the Grinch is a character that I've always really loved. Um, mainly because uh, you see his heart grow. And that's just like, it makes my heart grow too, guys. <laughs> I felt an affinity for him from the get-go. But anyway, so he came about during Dr. Seuss's um, How the Grinch Stole Christmas book, right? And that was in 1957. And there was actually an interview from Red Book um, that was like, hey, who was your inspiration for the Grinch? And Dr. Seuss was like, oh, um, me, pretty much. (laughs) So he was like, you know... um, on, I think it was someone in his family mentioned that on good days, the the fellow who who had the pseudonym Dr. Seuss, he was like, hey, on good days, I'm, you know, the cat in the cat in the hat. On my bad days, I'm the Grinch, you know. 
and there are times that I don't, you know, I'm not 100%. I'm not always going to be in the Christmas spirit. Or I'm not going to be feeling that heart of mm-hmm. generosity and, 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 and caring and loving and all that stuff. But he's like, I really had to write it out. And that's what he did with the Grinch. He wrote it out. And, and you guys may be familiar with the Grinch already, but I'll give you a little recap. He tried to steal Christmas, guys. He was like, nobody in Whoville is going to get Christmas. And he kind of succeeded for a second. And then all of a sudden, everything changed. And his heart <laughs> literally just like, just like it, it physically grew and his chest couldn't handle it. And he was like, oh my he God. Bur- he burst open and he died. <laughs> he went down to Whoville and he held hands with the little Who people. And they were all just like, it's okay. It's all right. You don't have to be an outsider anymore. We love you. And he was like, no one's ever loved me before. (laughs) No, I'm kidding. I'm just literally stretching it a bit, but that's essentially what happened. I mean, his dog's the only person who loved him. That's true. The dog. Do you know when I was little, I used to think at the end, they they were saying Yahoo porridge. (laughs) That's cute. Yahoo porridge. Yeah. But I think that um, it's it's definitely a goodie. It's something, you know, the Grinch as a character is naughty and he's nice. He's mm-hmm. like all of us. And <laughs> like <laughs> he's capable of being really grumpy and capable of giving everything he has to people that he may or may not know. People that may have treated him badly or people that may have just been misunderstood or vice versa. But yeah. I just feel a lot for these characters right now. I feel show. like you need. Do you need some therapy? Uh, yes. I feel like you're feeling a lot. I feel like you're feeling a lot of emotions through these characters. Are you okay? It's the tea. I feel everything. <laughs> no, no, I'm kidding. Literally, though, like yeah, therapy would be good for me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But are you okay though? Because we can talk after this. <laughs> yeah. I'm you good. seem like you're dealing a lot with like Christmas characters and your emotions. <laughs> well, and... honestly, it's so funny because like I never really like thought about how these characters connected with me, and now I am, <laughs> and now I'm just feeling some things. That's all. That's all. All it right. Is. Fair enough. Yeah. I like our range. <laughs> I do too. <laughs> uh, that is the Grinch for you. All right. So I'm starting out with another thing. Mm-hmm. All right, you ready? Mm-hmm. He opened his glaring eyes, the two of them glowing bright. It took a really brave man to sh- look straight into them. His whiskers, sharp as bristles, his back arched up high, and the claws of his hairy paws were, straight- were a terrible sight. He gave a wave of his strong tail. He jumped and he clawed and he hissed. Sometimes up in the valley, sometimes down by the shore, he roamed at large, hungry and evil in the freezing yule snow. In every home, people shuddered at his name. If one one hear a pitiful meow, something evil would happen soon. Everybody knew he hunted men, but didn't care for mice. So we're going to be talking about the Yule Cat, Ooh. which might also be Gryla's pet cat. Some people throw that in there. Feel like that's a good theory. All right, so obviously the Yule Cat is not a cuddly kitty. Mm-hmm. It was this giant cat who would go around towns of Iceland, hunting for people, especially children. This Yule Cat was quite the snob and fashionista, fashionista, <laughs> because if your clothes were torn or frayed, then you're going to be his prey. Wow. He was also. Uh, like I said, part of the, the Yule Lads. Um, so we got that. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is a creature. I feel like everyone... Oh, just kidding. I was reading something else. But anyways, so there's also another part of the Yule Lads that... Um, I'm sorry, the Yule Cat, that they believe that like if you got clothes on Christmas, if you didn't put your clothes on that morning and wear them that day, then he's coming to eat you. Oh. That was a short one. That's just the Yule but that's, 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 I mean, it's, it's like, oh, kitty, but. And he's also giant. But he's like, like a giant house-sized giant. Yeah. He's a like giant a kitty house. that's looking to eat children. Man, yeah. poor Icelandic children. They had so much going <laughs> against them. Could you imagine how scary it was? I wonder how much they, like, like deeply were, like, disturbed and, like, hated Christmas because of these stories. Oh, I'm sure winter was, like, a fucking nightmare because this is one. I can tell most of the lore of like the scariest shit mm-hmm. was in the winter. 
from what I've read, you know, my right. little bit of Icelandic yeah. reading. Yeah. Um, yeah, horrifying. Mm-hmm. So, that's well, what you look at. Yeah. That is your look at. Well, this uh, next Christmas creature is one I have never heard of, one that I was, like, um, immediately intrigued by, because I love to be existential. Um, it's called the, the Mary Lloyd. Um, it's uh, this ghostly horse figure from Wales. Um, and it is, um, well, some, some, are, some are like, oh, it's naughty, if you're thinking about naughty and nice binaries. But whenever I was reading more into it, it seems like it was a sign of good luck if you had it in your house. So basically, this originated in, in Wales in 1798. There's lots on it uh, online. I was like, oh my god, I had no idea this was, was like a thing. And it's really creepy. Um, <laughs> like there are some, like a group of men will go around their hometown and they will like, there's a guy that dresses up as the, the horse, as the Mary, uh, the Mary Lloyd. And they have this, this horse skull that they mm-hmm. carry around underneath the sheet. And the guy is standing there with his legs, of course, underneath the sheet. And they put reins around the, the skull and they lead him around town. And then they're singing songs and stuff like that. And so they go from house to house doing that. And um, and basically it was like considered good luck if you had the, the, the horse enter your house. But before it entered your house, you had to like listen to uh, it and the men around it singing um, and also sometimes they would like be like telling you jokes and it would be like a contest of like who could tell the funniest joke or maybe who could one up the other person mm-hmm. and so some people would be like oh I'll just let the, the, the Mary Lloyd win because I want them to kind of bless my house because this was kind of like an in between Christmas and New Year's kind of mm-hmm. tradition I think so to bless the new year, I guess, that's what they would do. Mm-hmm. They would let this person into their house and like all the men that came with it. And they would let the horse play run around the house, wreaking havoc and like causing chaos. And it would chase the children and scare them. And they're like, okay, that's that's totally normal. Cool. I'm sorry, cut you off. Yeah. Is is this the actual horse or is this the man dressed up like the oh, horse? Oh, it's the man dressed up as a horse. That's more scary than a ghost right? horse. Exactly. But like Horrifying. it's meant to resemble a zombie horse essentially. Yeah, that's yeah. Cool. that's creepy. I know. So many levels. I'm just like, who would think of this? So like they're just like, yeah, like let's let this horse, like, you know, this symbolic zombie horse come into our house, scare our children. And then they're like, haha, they sing songs and then they like feed the people and they give them drinks and then they send them off to the next house. Mm-hmm. And supposedly this um, zombie horse, the Mary Lloyd, is supposed to um, rise from the dead every New Year's Eve. And it's supposed to remind the people um, in Wales of uh, their existence. And, yeah, and, and just supposed to be like, hey, um, you're alive. And that, can, that in and of itself can be kind of scary to remember, oh, yeah, I'm alive. Uh, I'm existing right now. <laughs> but I just thought that was a Gidget very agreed. And Gidget was like, "Yeah, I can't believe this." Um, but legit, I'm just like, I can't believe this was a thing that that was, and it's still. I mean, I, I don't know if it's still sort of celebrated, but they had like a real horse skull for several years. They did that. I was like, "Well, oh it's God. just like, uh, I don't get it." Why are you letting this man dressed up with a horse skull <laughs> into your house and chase your kids around? They thought what was, is the point of that? There's no like, hey, funny. if you're good or you're bad. It's just like, you know what, fuck it, we're just going to terrorize some kids. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't think you should scare kids into like, like I feel like you should be like, oh, mm-hmm. you know, growl is going to get you or blue cat's <laughs> coming to get you. That's horrible. Mm-hmm. But also, at least there was a rhyme and reason for it. This is mm-hmm. just like, you know, we're just going to. We're gonna fuck with We're some kids. Watch this. And like, I even watched some clips, and I'm just like, wow. they're still doing it. I mean, no, this was like a clip from like probably like 1800s. Like, I mean, uh, like 1900s technically, but you know what I mean. Like, it it looked like so aged that it gave an 1800s vibe. Uh, I was like, wow, this is crazy dated. Um, but it was very like whenever they were singing and like they had like the the horse dude toted around, but they were they had the reins on. 
It was very, very eerie to watch. I was like, oh. And then I to your house, like the, like the, what's his name? Uh, Mary Lloyd. Mary Lloyd. Mm-hmm. I'm going to shove to your house. Yeah, Just press it over the horse yeah. skull. In Welsh, it means um, gray, gray horse, I believe. Oh, okay. um, but yeah, I was like. That was weird. I'm, so I was like, I have to include it because it was just one of those oddballs on, on the mm-hmm. list. I was like, hmm, I, I need to see what this is. But yeah, yeah, there you go. Yeah, that was yeah, a weird one. I don't know what the fuck that was. <laughs> not <laughs> your fault. It's just a weird thing. <laughs> Sorry, Welsh people. I, Sorry. We're not trying to be rude. No, I'm not trying to be dicks about this. It was I just, just don't understand it. Just it. Me. I was like, huh? For real? Uh, yeah, it's a weird one. Mm-hmm. Alright guys, so this is a creature that I feel like most people know now, and that's Krampus. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, it'd be pretty sucky to wake up, wake up with a bunch of coal, if you're a little naughty. Uh, but this guy, you kind of just had to worry about, because he's a giant goat demon with fame teeth, pointy ears, he's carrying a basket on his back, he had switched in his hands, and he was ready to beat the shit out of you. Or worse, he would shackle and steal the children to be carried away to hell. Or just to be eaten to Krampus. Yeah, by Krampus, not to Krampus. Uh, This is something that was like a huge thing. And it's still, they have festivals, I'll go into it. So, this is like Gryla. It was used to scare children to behaving. And people would even dress up to scare the children. So they would put like Krampus outfits on and scare the kids. Um... There's actually Krampus festivals and parades that happen on December 5th. Um, this is also like a UK tradition as far as I could see um, from the website I read. I'm sure other places do it. Uh, and if you're chosen to dress like this horned fellow, then consider yourself lucky. That's a prestigious thing to do. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. But at the time, like I think it was like, I didn't write this part. I just remember watching this video. But at the time, I think it's like the eighth. 1800s they were making like cute looking christmas cards like it almost looked like the vintage valentine's cards but it was like krampus like kids in the sack but yeah this is like a huge deal the krampus festivals they actually still do them and they look so cool horrifying but very cool Uh, i just want to go to one like that was that would be my dream really i think i think yeah i think it was like austria that they they do they still have one it could be other places but I saw them in another day Austria did it mm-hmm. um yeah. but yeah like I, I've heard the name Krampus several times but like I never looked into it I was like oh maybe it's just like um the shadow version mm-hmm. of Santa I was like oh, so they kind of have there's two different lores kind of with it like he's kind of like neck and neck with like Santa so like Santa's of course has like sorry guys my cat. Santa has, of course, like, his naughty list, but, like, these are for, like, the really naughty children. Yeah. It's, like, he's, like, yo, Krampus, come come get these kids and drag them to hell or eat them. And Ooh. Krampus is like, all right, here we go. So, yeah, it's a, it was a pretty big thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, was, it could be longer, so if you want to read more into it, but I also was getting this off of, like, some people's YouTubes and stuff. I didn't want to steal all their content, you know? Mm-hmm. So, I get that. I get that. Um, you know. That's, that's very enlightening. I, I did not know. I'm officially creeped out, that's for sure. Um, Okay, guys, for my final Christmas creature, um, I chose the oldie but goodie Frosty the Snowman. Um, (laughs) If you thought I was emotional for Rudolph and the Grinch, um, just wait. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Obviously, Frosty makes me feel all the things, and it makes me so sad. (laughs) Even doing the, you should see me doing the, like, I didn't even, like, I was just like, uh, I was being like dumb and I was like, oh, wh- what are the origins of the Frosty the Snowman story? And like, it just came from like, you know, the 1950 Gene Autry song. And I was like, um, oh, okay, cool. And so I didn't think much of it because like in my head, anytime I think of Frosty, I think about the movie um, Frosty the Snowman. And I'm just mm-hmm. like, um, I remember crying several times to it when I was little. Um, but just like someone was like kind of doing this um, synopsis of the movie mm-hmm. and that I just was like breezing through the, like this little article about it. And I was like, am I going to cry about this? Like, <laughs> cause he was like, so basically <laughs> Frosty comes to life 
when some children place a hat that formerly belonged to a magician on his head. Okay. And then he comes to life. He, he, he dances. He sings. He's playing with the children. They're having a fantastic time. And then it becomes resoundingly apparent that he knows he only has unlimited time to play with them. And... <laughs> And tears ensue. Like, that's it. Like, he literally is just like, I'm not going to be here long, guys. Don't be sad about it. But, you know, maybe I'll come back again one day. And I was like, oh, my God. You're literally going to show me this fantastic creature. And then you're going to be like, he's going to melt away? <laughs> what? Did you ever watch Frozen, by chance? I Yeah, I don't like Frozen, but I know Olaf. Olaf. I, I was like... I was so emotionally connected to Olaf, and I was like, why is this? And I am like, because of Frosty. He messed me up from a very young age. <laughs> I've only seen Frosty the Snowman once, and that's oh, when yeah. I was very young. So, mm-hmm. I mean, of course, I know the story. Mm-hmm. Um, have you ever seen the movie Jack Frost? Not I the horror seen, movie. I have okay. seen that, yeah. I feel like that would destroy you, because I haven't did. watched it since I was like nine or ten, and I feel yeah. like adult me would be just absolutely absolutely ruined yeah i haven't seen it in ages but i remember the last time i did see it i was like mm-hmm. i'm really really sad like so i can't sad. believe this <laughs> why'd they do this have you seen the horror movie jack frost Mm-mm, no oh it's Is it good so bad oh. <laughs> and like it so makes bad. it good oh really yeah <laughs> it's like a snowman and gets like toxic. It's been a long time since seen it, but like toxic waste gets spilled on him. He's like a serial killer. Maybe the serial killer still. I don't know. I was honestly really drunk when I watched it. So <laughs> uh, it's horrible, but like it's a fun watch, you know, just to get around. I like shitty movies. <laughs> um, but so. that's um, my emotional Christmas creature spiel for you guys. I like how I went, like, a whole different level, and Kara's like, let's just get really sad. (laughs) And I didn't know how sad I'd be about it until I was actually, like, just remembering them, and, like, in this context as me today, being this way, and and feeling all the things that I feel. I'm just like, oh, this is, hmm, not cool. Yeah. Sorry, Gidget's... And my dog decided they both needed attention really fast. Um, all right. So I got one dog on one side and the cat on the other side. Okay. So my last creature is, uh, I feel like I'm going to say her name wrong, but I did look it up, but it's been a while since I did this, but her name's Fra Perchta, mm-hmm. or also called the Christmas Witch or the Belly Slitter, which is pretty Gosh. scary. Wow. <laughs> Um, she can be associated with Krampus as well, but where Krampus lore came around the 18th century, um, this one takes on, uh, more of, like, they believe as early as, like, the 12th century, uh, but a ton of different, with, by a ton of different names. Uh, the legend goes that she will visit homes during the 12 days following Christmas that, uh, lead to the holiday that they call the Epiphany, mm-hmm. um, she is known for punishing those who don't uphold the rules of the holiday. So, like, if you're working on Epiphany Day, um, I think it's Epiphany. I keep saying Epiphany, but it's with an M-Y. Uh, or if you aren't done on your with your weaving or spinning by the holiday, then she will set fire to your fibers. And she will split your belly, disembowel you, and, you will, and she will fill you back up with hay and rocks. And the same goes with people uh, if they have dirty houses or people who are lazy. Um, she is also not a fan of kids, but she especially just likes naughty kids. So she could have she could cut out their eyes. Uh, they could, she could cut out their tongues or even have, like I said, their stomach slit. Um, and then she will probably eat you. So that's her thing. Incredible. Um, but if she shows up to your house and she thinks you are well kept and you abide by the rules she might give you some coins but if she shows up and is displeased she may want to make her a dinner a fish and porridge but if shucky then you, you know your guts are gone baby um <laughs> some people call her ugly 
and they say that she's a hag uh, with long iron nose and a foot of a duck. So imagine <laughs> that. Foot of a duck. I, love I don't it. know if it's just two, but they said a foot of a duck. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, she is sometimes seen with a bag that is filled with screaming children, and she always has a knife hidden under her skirt for those bellies. Um, she's also considered. Uh, she was also considered a goddess who is believed to be named Birchda. So this is a little bit of a different lore that some people believe this is where it came from. So Birchda, and at one point she was worshipped. Uh, she watched over women and children, animals and nature. She was said to be beautiful with long white hair in a white gown. But, you know, Christianity Anity and Catholics uh, took over and they ruined everything. Um, and they couldn't get people to stop worship, worshiping uh, Birchda. Mm-hmm. So they started tra- uh, tainting her image and eventually they started calling her Perchta, which derived from Perchton, which means scary monster. Mm. Thus, that's where her horrible hag story came from. And as time went on, they kept adding more awful things. So they think that this was the goddess that was being worshipped. And, you know, they made it this horrible, scary thing for, for kids. Which is another story that they said that eventually they tried to outlaw. Oh, okay. okay. Um, I couldn't find a jingle for her. So. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. I, I I personally like the story where she was just demonized by the Catholics and Christians. So. Right, right. Wow, that is enlightening for sure. Yeah. I hadn't heard of her before. Uh, I had never heard of her either. Um. But yeah, I thought it was really cool. I'm not sure where she was based off of. I don't know if it was Icelandic lore or not. Um, I know it's not in the U.S. for sure because we don't have anything cool. <laughs> you, know. you said that's so cute. And we won't have anything cool. <laughs> we don't. Um, but real fast, I did get a lot of my info from... Um, uh, it's a PBS show. Uh, it's on, well, on YouTube. I don't, I'm sure it comes on PBS, but it's called Monstrum. Um, it was really good, uh, especially if you want to like kind of delve into like more of the history of all the stuff I looked at. She, the woman, she did a lot of videos about different like Christmas creatures and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, and like I said, I didn't really want to take all the work that these people did. So be sure to check out their channel. Um, I'll leave all the stuff in the show notes. Okay. So, cool, cool. Uh, yeah. Um, I guess. Much. Yeah. Uh, since the year is ending. Mm-hmm. What was a show or movie or shows that you watched this year that you'd like to recommend to people? Oh, man. Put me on the spot there. There's so many. I can go first if you want. Okay, you go ahead. ahead. Okay. Um, So, of course, what we do in the shadows. I didn't start watching Mm -hmm. that this year, but we did watch the latest season. It's so good. Uh Um, And then there's this show on Hulu. That's also on Hulu, guys. Um, There's this show on Hulu called... uh, Brassic, and um, if you've ever watched Preacher, then it has Cassidy from Preacher. Oh, for real! I can't think of the actor's actual name. Oh, He's so such cool. a good actor, but it's mm-hmm. so good, and it like mm-hmm. it's funny and it's sad, and it's such a good. It's honestly such a good watch. Really, it's like, called Brassic. Brassic, yeah, B R A S S I C. He was so good, so good, and uh, he's so good in this show. Like, it's amazing. I really did love it. Man. Um. And movies, I watched Black Phone. That was really good. Mm-hmm. Um, we rewatched uh, sometime this year. I can't remember. We rewatched Jojo Rabbit, which was like honestly one of my favorite movies. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. Have you seen it? Mm-mm. Oh no. my god, it's so good. It's also really funny and sad. Oh, I love it. It's Next time you're over at my house, we'll have to watch it and do movie okay. night. Okay. Um, I know I've watched some scary movies. I'm sorry, guys. I just can't think of any. I mean, we watched a lot of TV, but. I'm actually drawing a blank on everything I watched this year for the most part. Mm-hmm. But yeah, uh, as far as music goes, I really didn't, I feel like I haven't like found any new musicians that I like. Mm-hmm. Um, I just listen to the same stuff all the time, like all my 90s, 2000s new music classes. for the most part. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I got you. I got you. Um, show wise, I mm-hmm. have to say um, Preacher was definitely one of them that I watched mm-hmm. that I was like headed for heels for. I was like, I love every bit of this so much. Um, Broad City is another show that I started oh, this year. Yeah, I haven't so finished good. it yet, but it was just like, it, it's just such a wonderful chaos. I love it. Um, I just adore them. And then uh, I've also been like watching a lot of animes lately. 
Um, I'm sure you guys have heard of Demon Slayer, but it's highly recommended, especially season two. Oh my god. Um, let's see. What have I watched recently? Um, I've been trying to watch some scary movies, like around Halloween and stuff. Like I watched some with you and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, and I must say, I am not good at it. <laughs> and I probably <laughs> will not continue doing it until next spooky season. They watched uh, The Boy. Mm-hmm. And it was so fun. <laughs> it was so fun to it watch. It was so surprising at the end. I was like, no. <laughs> Why? Um, I'm trying to think about which one was probably the scariest that I watched with you. It, was, um, it wasn't The Boy. It was that one. Um, oh, man. I think you got really scared of, like, Ouija Origins, didn't you? That's right. That's the one. That's the yeah. one. I was freaked out, guys. I was so, I was so freaking scared. I was like, Michelle, um, I, I can't. I was, like, crying in fear. I was like, I have to do something to decompress from this. And then she turned on New Girl for me, and that was nice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we just yeah. got to laugh over some Schmitty things. I um, love Schmidt. <laughs> he's so funny. Um, so that was uh, a cool highlight as well. If you guys haven't watched it and you want to watch something really scary, that's one to watch for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, Music-wise for this year... So much, so much K-pop. I love it all. Uh, well, almost all, all of it. There's some that I do not engage with. But anyway, we'll go into that. But um, lots of good music for the writing playlist this year as well. Um, Meg Myers, mm-hmm. huge, huge fan to write to her. Like yeah, I loved her really, first CD. I haven't checked out yeah. anything else she's done. She not because I don't like her. Fun. I just, yeah. you know, I did I was, like her first CD a lot. Yeah, the one that you recommended me is definitely on the, the playlist, and there's a few others that she, she has, too, that I'm just like, there's so much angst. I'm like, I'm writing mm-hmm. all the goods to it, so thank you for that recommendation. You're welcome. But yeah, that's, it's, been a, it's been a good year of creativity, so. Yeah. Enjoying it. Sarah's been writing a book this year, guys. Mm, yeah. <laughs> a book, for sure. <laughs> you did write you did write some of book. Technically, it's over 200 pages. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. you could, like, write 50 more pages, and you got a full-fledged book there. Mm-hmm. Legit. Legit. Um, but I think it could carry on for another 200 almost. So. Well, you like, could do ah. series. Mm, uh, I did actually have another couple of shows. I couldn't remember the name of them, but we watched this year that I really liked. So we watched Peep's show. They, it was on Hulu. They took it off. It was really good. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's this show. It's these two actors called Mitchell and Webb. They also had a skit show. Um, they're British. And then, so that was Mitchell and Webb, which was good. And then there's another show that has them in it together. And it's called Back. And it was really, really good. We watched that on, I think it was on Amazon Prime. And they also took off Mitchell and Webb on Hulu. I, I believe so. Yeah, they took off a bunch of stuff on Hulu this year, but mm-hmm. those are three really good shows, and it's both got the same two actors in it, and a lot of the same actors from the other shows come from there. Right. Ooh, another good show I liked uh, that I finished this year was Afterlife, with that final season. Oh yeah. R- R- did you watch with, that ever? Uh, with Ricky Gervais. Yeah, I yeah. cried. I did too. I was, was like, this is, so... this is hitting hard. Oh man. Uh. He listen, guys. That's a good show, and if you ever watch Derek, or mm. if you've never watched, you gotta watch Derek because mm. it will make you laugh, and some episodes will make you bawl your eyes out. Mm-hmm. Like that's an the dog episode. That's another episode uh-huh. I'll never go back and watch ever again. Ever, again. ever. I watched it one time, and I was mm-hmm. like, I'm destroyed now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm yeah. ruined. I don't know how he does it. He has such a incredible. Mm-hmm spectrum that he can yeah. cover and it's just so cathartic so heartfelt it's like mm-hmm. oh my god <sighs> but yeah uh i know this is a different episode guys and uh we had a ton of fun i honestly like when i say i forgot what i wrote it's because i turned this stuff like weeks ago and like i got myself tickled all over again <laughs> <You're> so funny <laughs> um, so if you would like to you could write to us uh your story uh, you can email us at aparanormalstateofmindatyahoo.com. It could be fact or fiction. Just let us know. Mm-hmm. Um, it could be your story. It could be a story about your town. Uh, you can also, if you'd like to rate and subscribe to us, we have, also have a TikTok and Instagram. Um, I'm better on TikTok than I am on Instagram. I'm sorry. I'm better on Instagram than I am TikTok. 
us if you'd like to. You can follow us there. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, this is our last episode of 2023. Oh yeah. <laughs> and we just want to say like a huge thank you to everybody who's yes. started listening to us and like all the friends we've made on Instagram. And mm-hmm. it's honestly been amazing. We've hit like, I know we're around like um, over 1,100 listens. So it's crazy. I've said a couple times my goal was to hit 600 by the six month period. And so for us to hit a a little over 1100 is absolutely insane to me. So we appreciate you guys um, who listen. Uh, And honestly, I'm going to brag a little bit. I only have like two friends who listen and my husband. So (laughs) you're so cute. Most of people have chosen. <laughs> most of these people have chosen to listen to us because mm-hmm. I don't know why. <laughs> it's not like I have hundreds of friends or family who none of my family listens to it at all. No, uh, which is probably for the best. But. <laughs> probably for the best. Probably for the best. Yeah, but I think that people like to listen because we're you know it's just like listening in on a fun bestie conversation. That's what it is, you know. That's the vibe, and who wouldn't want to be a part of that, you know? I don't know. But, yeah, you guys, for real, though, thank you for tuning in, for listening, for supporting. It's been so fun. Like, we've grown Mm -hmm. and have evolved and have, like, been able to just grow in our friendship so much. Oh, yeah. When did we start? Like, June, May? We started, like, basic working on it in May, so, yeah. Yeah. So, it's been such a fun journey, and Mm -hmm. to see it grow the way it has, it's so, so so special uh yeah it's been a joy michelle but you're you're the brain trust over here over here like oh the God, one my who's cat made it is happen. losing her mind she I'm is sorry, she's, she's really excited she's under the it. bed she's <laughs> probably chasing her tail probably again. chasing her tail um <laughs> uh, but for real guys thank you so much yeah. and i hope that this season brings you many joys many laughs mm-hmm. a ton of love um and whatever you choose to celebrate or whoever you choose to be with this season just know that you're worthy of love and take care of you and your mental health. That's very important. Oh, you're so sweet. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I love you. I love you too. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, we do hope you enjoyed this. Please stay careful this Christmas season. Don't drink and drive. Call an Uber. Call a friend. Make smart choices. Yeah. Not just for yourself, but for other ones. Mm-hmm. Um, so Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. And we will scare you later. Scare you later.